Welcome to Tusker Talk, a podcast from Somers Schools. I'm Amanda Bergen, the Communications Coordinator for the Somers Central School District. And it's Thursday, September 30th, last day of the month. It's time for our last September Superintendent's Update with Dr. Raymond Blanche. Hi, Ray. How are you, Amanda? I'm well. What's new? Well, the bills are two and one. It was a great weekend. Womp, womp. <laughs> I had to do it. He's, he's, he's a Dallas fan. I had to say something. <laughs> he being Jeff Getman. Yes. Yes, who's joining us. We'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, Ray, what else is new? Did I mention? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think uh, really the newest piece for us here is it's just every day, every week, we're, we're getting a little bit kind of more semblance of routine. Mm-hmm. Routine is extremely helpful for um, all children, and particularly certainly our, our younger children now, getting into the routine of what classroom uh, processes are, what school systems are. You know, we've even started some of our routines on those emergency drills and things. And so the routine part is, is really starting to take hold, and it's really, really good to see. Because that was a part, obviously, was very difficult to do with uh, COVID last year and the shutdown half of the year before and mm-hmm. stuff. So the routine is starting to establish itself yeah. now. And some so. of the fun events, too, have started taking place, like the football game last Friday. Yeah, and we've got a wonderful, uh, highly competitive game tonight against uh, uh, one of our rivals with Yorktown in soccer. So that's going to be good to see. So kids coming out. Soccer team is still undefeated, right? They are. They are. Yeah, Mm -hmm. both soccer teams undefeated. Very exciting. Uh, And we are starting our randomized testing program next week. Yep, that'll start up next week. And so we're able to get that vendor that was identified by the Westchester Department of Health to be kind of our teammate in this work. And so... That'll be starting next week. And so only students whose parents have filled out the forms and given approval for random testing will be tested. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. So no student who does not have approval from parents will be tested. Correct. Okay. All right. Um, Well, we're going to move on to something that is not COVID related. We're going to talk about the middle. (laughs) I know. It's great. Progress. Um, We're going to talk about the middle years program and where we are with that. And Principal Jeff Getman from the middle school is joining us. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Hi, Ray. How are you? Doing well. How are you? I am well, thanks. So we would like an update on where things are in the process. I know that the implementation of the middle years program slowed down a little bit because of COVID. So can you give us a a brief rundown on where we are and where things are headed? Oh, absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. Um, So I have to say that our faculty and staff really did a nice job last year considering all that was going on. Uh, They did a great job keeping our MYP work moving forward. So our goal is still to apply for authorization at the end of the school year. Our focus this year is really training with our teachers on our assessment practices and how those will look different uh, when we are fully authorized in the MYP. So can you explain, just to really drill it down, so for parents like me who may not know all the lingo, um, because I would call it a test, (laughs) <laughs> but they're actually, there's the new terminology is assessment, right? So what's different there? So really an assessment is measuring what students know. And assessment can happen at the beginning of a unit. It can happen in the middle of a unit. It can happen at the end of a unit. And really what we're talking about now are common, kind of those end of unit assessments where we're really asking students to demonstrate their knowledge. And in MYP, it is going to be... Um, our assessment practices are going to be very much, uh, it will change quite a bit. They will be less traditional. There will be less kind of those um, 
traditional tests that we often think of when it mm -hmm. comes to assessment and really more project-based, more demonstration, more choice with how students demonstrate their knowledge. Um, they'll be our assessments will be looked at differently. We'll really be focusing on the feedback that we give to kids. So assessments not only to measure what kids know, but also to give them feedback on how they can grow and how they might um, demonstrate their learning moving forward. So, and that process is really at the heart of the MYP philosophy. It, it really is. And so the the work that we're doing this year with our faculty and staff is not only thinking about how we assess kids, but how we give that feedback, how we measure that learning, and how we continue. It's, it's an ongoing process where students get that feedback, they process that feedback, and then demonstrate knowledge. So what's the focus this year um, on the MYP project? Sure. So we will continue to focus on our learner profile. Uh, we have been working on that with our students for, for a few years now. Um, our professional goal this year is for each subject area to have three units fully developed in the MYP style. One of those units we are asking to be implemented this year during the school year. And when we say implemented, that means fully implemented with assessment that, that um, mirrors kind of IB's expectations. So it will be taught in the MYP style. Yes. Okay. And also, um, big part of the IB program is reflection. So after the unit is implemented, we're going to ask teachers to stop, take a moment, reflect on the unit, what worked, what would they change the next time that they um, implement the unit. So it's a continual improving improvement process. So it's never finished. It's always ongoing and always improving. And Jeff, I like how you described it already so far. We're the New York State curriculum and those standards are there. They're there. Um, that's where our NYP work is heading towards. It focuses in on those. It's really about um, our approach as teachers, like you said, our assessment approaches, our learning with students, uh, having students be uh, having experience where they're they're the center of the conversation. And then it's also our approach to you know how students learn best. We know they learn best when they're engaged in the classroom, when they have a choice of what's happening in the classroom. So it's really about our approaches to our teaching and how students most learn effectively. So that's a, and that's a piece that we're going to continue. The professional learning your team has gone underneath has been very significant. You tell us a little bit more, and that's coming back online this year too. Sure. So we've already um, spent a day with a consultant looking at kind of a um, refresh of the, the unit process, um, but specifically on assessment practices and how we build rubrics and how we give that feedback, which I talked about earlier. Our next step uh, with our faculty and staff and our professional learning days is to sit down, look at um, exemplars of um, created assessments and, and rubrics that have already been created. Uh, teachers will then create their own um, in preparation for that implementation that's going to happen this year. So um, a lot of work around assessment this year, a lot of work about feedback to students. Um, that's really the main crux of our work in our professional learning time. And at what point do you expect to uh, be an official MYP school? So the um, authorization process or application for authorization will, will happen in the spring. Um, that leads to a visit by members of the IB community, kind of evaluators of our program. They'll come visit in the fall, um, after which we will find out if we've been authorized. Or not. Okay. 
if it's all right, I had one question as Jeff was speaking there, and I apologize, Jeff, I don't remember the pieces. One of those um, things I'm seeing, visiting the classrooms and already hearing a little bit from the children, is really that that um, idea where it's not so much about um, you know teaching students how to you know to they should think about a topic, but how can I learn about it? And there's these these questions, these levels of three different kind of questions. And remember, there's like a debatable question that's in there. And there's like a factual question, and I'm trying to recall what that third level was. But it really sets such a different tone. You hear so much more voice of the children in the classroom. Do you have to see the same thing that I'm seeing in the classrooms? Yeah, so I, I would say one of the things is really, it's not so much a focus on content mm-hmm. as much as it is process and evaluating um, evaluating the learning, right? So, and I think one of the things that we've learned and our, our um, consultant said it best, IB really asks you to demonstrate what you know where a more traditional program might try to catch you on what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very different um, when you're answering those questions. And you know those debatable questions, there's not really a right or wrong answer right. to it. It's really thinking about your stance and how you justify your stance to those debatable questions. So that's really more of the focus versus a yes or no, right or wrong yes. question. Yeah. Ray, that really is sort of the center of the district's um, vision of 21st century learning. Correct. Yeah. And that's where, as we kind of you know close out our conversation today, um, Jeff and his team here have been doing an amazing amount of work to get us at. Hopefully the community knows and understands that the ninth and 10th grade team now is kind of actually coming over and meeting with Jeff and his team and learning about, hey, what are some of the things we can avoid <laughs> that maybe you've, you've kind of had some difficulty with? and. Then this partnership, now you're thinking about a really strong partnership, 610, now with our faculty working, supporting each other, professional learning days coming together, using the similar language now for the children. So when an eighth grader goes here, they'll be walking to the high school in ninth grade, and it will be very similar structures and vocabulary and approaches, again, to their uh, teaching from teachers and the learning for the children. Do you expect that you'll have more students going for an IB diploma? once all five years of the middle years programs are in, implemented? I, I would anticipate just by natural happenstance there, there will be. Uh, again, one of the things that the high school has been doing, um, getting ready for some of this work is in ninth and 10th grade. Our ninth and 10th grade courses are embedded honors. So uh, for social studies in ELA, those students are all together in the same learning atmosphere. And so that's a key part. We're learning together and not learning separate. And that's exactly what the IB program at the Millius is for every student, not just the students who choose into that area. Okay. All right. Thanks okay. for the update, Jeff. We'll check in with you later in the year and see how things are going and keep moving forward. Thank you both. Right. Thanks, care, Ray. Talk to you next week. Sounds good.